Welcome to Brilliance, a podcast dedicated to revealing the beauty and brilliance of humanity and the world one story at a time. Thank you for listening in. I'm your host, Emma Bennett, owner and founder of Manifest Vibes Productions and an author. Adrenal stress and fatigue can be debilitating, affecting both our health and productivity. Adrenal stress and fatigue is what happens when you hit that point of having dealt with stress, not being able to sleep well, having a lot to do, having a lot to think about for a long period of time, which then jacks up your cortisol levels. Your adrenals are right above your kidneys and they pretty much pump out the stress hormones when you get really, really, really stressed out, freaked out and busy with life. Essentially, it's a condition where the adrenal glands, which produce hormones that regulate our stress response, become overworked and eventually exhausted. This can be caused by chronic stress, poor diet, lack of sleep, and other lifestyle factors. I mean, lay off the Cheetos, maybe. I was sharing a story with a friend of mine, and we're just laughing because... (laughs) Just the logic was just so funny. One of my former coworkers, when I was working at Sony Pictures Entertainment, said to me, I can't give up McDonald's and Coca-Cola because if I stop eating McDonald's and drinking Coca-Cola, then my body is going to detox and I won't be able to enjoy those things anymore. (laughs) So my friend and I were thinking, what in the world? When foods are overly processed, filled with junk that your body can't really do anything with and has to work overtime to process and filter out, you are taking up valuable energy and resources in your body and you're taxing your cells, your organs, you're making everything work overtime. And this can definitely lead to health consequences. Symptoms of adrenal fatigue can include anxiety, brain fog, feeling more confused than usual, feeling kind of like your memory and your focus is not really what it can be, weakened immune system. You know, when you have multiple layovers, for instance, I remember I had multiple layovers once and I hadn't slept in almost 36 whole freaking hours, 32, 36 hours. My immune system tanked. I got really sick. I got hit pretty hard. And I'm pretty sure you know what that's like. If you're experiencing any of these symptoms, it's important to take action immediately to address the underlying cause, to get those stress levels down, to get the cortisol down. A supplement that my integrative practitioner recommended for me is called cortisol manager this is not a paid brand advertisement it's just what i have on hand and know works but you should take it in the evening probably because it has l-theanine in it which will help you to stay asleep for longer melatonin will basically help you to fall asleep and l-theanine is what helps you stay asleep There's also ashwagandha in this supplement. Ashwagandha is 
a powerhouse adrenal support herb. It's amazing. You can also put ashwagandha in your coffee. There is a local farm and company called the Portland Ashwagandha Farm out here in the Portland metro area. You may have something similar in your area or you may be able to go to a health food store or even an apothecary. We do have those in Portland. We have places where we can go and just let people know, hey, I've got this, this, and that going on. So can you make up a customized herbal remedy for me? It can have skullcap in it, California poppy, ashwagandha, whatever it may be that we need to support our health. Some other amazing adaptogens which help you to boost your stress resilience and recover from the effects of stress are rhodiola and holy basil tulsi you can go to the grocery store go into your tea aisle and get some tulsi tea that is amazing stuff you can even grow it in your own house as a house plant the seeds that i get are usually from botanical interests Renee's Garden, and Strictly Medicinal, which specializes in seeds for herbal and medicinal plants. Also be sure to take good care of yourself, prioritize self-care, give yourself breaks, get regular exercise, spend some time in nature, your dog, your cat can help too with the oxytocin. You can prevent and manage adrenal stress and potentially offset burnout through lifestyle changes, making an active choice to give yourself the rest that you need throughout the day rather than having to be on the couch, splayed out, unable to move, after two or three weeks of running on fumes. I once saw a woman in a BMW SUV barely make it to a gas station. She had basically just pulled in and her car stopped right there and she had to run out and get a plastic tank of gas. And I remember just looking, wondering, this is actually an amazing metaphor for how hard we humans can sometimes drive ourselves to the brink of burnout and then just have to do all of these things to try and get our energy and our health back on track. Make sure that you get plenty of time for joy, spontaneity, delight, that feeling of aliveness and laughter. I love watching. Have you ever seen what is that show? Oh my gosh, Afterlife just popped up with Ricky Gervais, but I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> I was thinking about the one with Kristen Bell where they're in the the afterlife. I guess that's why Afterlife popped up. But when you watch these kinds of shows that are wholesome and not triggery and they make you laugh and they're pretty funny, like Ted Lasso, it can cheer you up and perk you up and put you in a pretty good mood. So you do need a little bit of that serotonin, that dopamine pleasure 
smell a nice flower. I love to go into the garden when it's around May, June, and the roses are in bloom. David Austin roses are my absolute favorite. If I go to the Portland International Rose Test Garden in Washington Park out here, my favorite rose is the Bosca Bell. Oh my gosh. I make a beeline for that. Even just thinking about it gets me feeling pretty good. When those roses are in bloom, I go straight for the Bosca Bells and I just stand there inhaling the amazing fragrance. It's just light, it's crisp, it's almost a little bit fruity and at the same time floral. It's very refreshing, light, it's a great fragrance and I just love it. Some camellias also have really great scents. They bloom in the winter. Essential oils can help to uplift your senses. You can put things in your house that give you sensory enjoyment, like soft blankets, fluffy pillows. You can have soft sweaters and things in your closet. You can give yourself a bubble bath. There are a lot of ways that you can give yourself the gift of sensory enjoyments. Resensitization is a powerful tool of neuroplasticity. It helps you to stimulate positive neurochemicals and get your nervous system into a more regulated, relaxed, parasympathetic state. Parasympathetic is when you're in your rest and digest nervous system state, and you do need to be able to access that to really feel at your best. Managing adrenal stress and fatigue is an ongoing process, making small consistent changes in your diet, your lifestyle, your self-care routines can help you to prevent and manage this and enjoy better health, better productivity, energy levels, even natural self-esteem and self-confidence. Because when you're feeling good, you feel like you can be positive. You feel like you can do creative, amazing stuff. You have more energy available. And that really gives you a boost in all areas. So it's a win, 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 win. Everybody around you gets to win too because they get to benefit from your positive attitude and the overflow that you have to share from. That's awesome stuff right there. Little pause to tell you about my book, Written to Reality, The Art of Co-Creating Your Dreams to Life. It is available on Amazon. You can grab the link from the description details. It is basically life coaching in a book. I go over how to set your intentions and manifest them, how to dive deep and find what your true motives are, what you really want out of life so that you can go for it. Now, I would love to get into the importance of rest a little bit more. It can be super tempting to push yourself to your limits and work nonstop sometimes, but it's so important to remember that rest is not a luxury. It's a necessity. I know someone who developed bladder problems because she 
kept working and just would not let herself even go to the bathroom. She started attempting to discipline herself to be able to keep going and ignore those bodily cues. This is kind of the craziness of the entertainment industry. Some of these people who work behind the scenes with set design, I knew somebody who worked on the set design for American Horror Story costumes. I have been working in the entertainment industry for about five years. And I've seen a lot of people do this to themselves. After a while of ignoring their bodily cues, it's almost like they have a sort of amnesia. They don't even know what their bodies are telling them anymore. And that's really dangerous. We really need to be able to tune in and listen and know what our bodies are telling us so that we can do the right thing to stay healthy, energized, to honor and value the life force energy within us, which in Hawaiian is called mana, which in Sanskrit is prana, in Chinese, chi. Rest is an essential part of a balanced and healthy life. We need to be able to give ourselves rest and relaxation on a regular basis to balance out our well-being on all levels, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical. Taking the time to rest will allow your mind, body, emotions, and spirit to recharge and rejuvenate, leading to greater overall feelings of well-being and happiness. And with rest, it's not just about getting enough sleep, though that's really important. Getting deep sleep, enough REM cycles, and to be able to access your delta brainwave state, which is the rest and restoration brainwave state, is incredibly important for your body to be able to repair. You have a cellular renewal rate that keeps the cells in your body at an optimal level and you have mitochondria, there's energy involved with that. There's a whole lot going on in your body. Rest can take many different forms from taking a break during the workday to engaging in a leisure activity to taking a day off to relax and do nothing at all. And Nidra Yoga is a great way to give yourself a level up power nap. Whenever you have 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes to spare. So what Nidra Yoga is, is a form of deep relaxation and meditation that can help you reduce stress, improve sleep quality, boost creativity, enhance self-awareness and improve overall health. It's a great practice for anyone who needs to recharge their batteries and tap into their inner wisdom, listening to those bodily cues and really knowing what's going on with yourself. Because when you give yourself that quiet space and that quiet time, that's when you can really tune in. And Nidra Yoga is very simple. You basically lie down on a mat. You can lie down on your sofa. You can lie down on your bed. You can do something as simple as a body scan. And just cognitively become aware. Not thinking about it, but placing your awareness from the very top of your head and scanning all the way down from your forehead to the very tips of your toes very slowly just bringing your awareness to every single part of your body and that gives you an experience of 
somatic awareness, somatic meaning bodily, tuning into your body. In my Patreon collective, patreon.com slash Emma Bennett, E-M-M-A-B-E-N-N-E-T-T. I have a full article on Nidra Yoga, how to do it, and guided meditations. There are really great guided meditations out there on Nidra Yoga. There are also a lot of yoga studios that provide this even free of charge. This is really easy for you to pick up and do for yourself anytime you need it. And lastly, what I'm going to be getting into with you today is patience. Patience often feels like delayed gratification to people and it can get really annoying. But I find that switching the idea, the narrative, the story behind something can really help you to become a lot more motivated to embrace it. Like for instance, dishes are not my favorite chore. And sometimes in my house, I will get really silly and talk to myself and just say, oh look, I'm doing the dishes. This is awesome. I have all these dishes to do because I'm an amazing cook and I made an amazing dinner. And actually get myself into a feeling of appreciation for the dirty dishes in the sink that needs to be rinsed off and put away in the dishwasher. And I've done this to myself as a form of cognitive reframing and retraining (laughs) to try and get myself to not hate doing the dishes anymore. And it actually surprisingly can work pretty well over time. So with patience, you can see patience as an ally. You can see patience as a way to trust that everything is working out for you, to trust in the timing, to trust in yourself, to have what it takes, to trust yourself to go the distance, to trust that everything doesn't have to happen all at once for everything to be okay. And let yourself know that it's totally fine to not know sometimes what exactly comes next, how to get there, or to have to be in control all the time. You don't need to be in control of the entire universe for life to be okay. You do not need to prove any standard or measure of success to anyone. To be proud of yourself, to know you've got this, to look back at all the steps you've taken to become who you are now and just love that about yourself. I coach and teach and tell people a lot of times to count their wins and make them count. I ask a lot of people, when you whip out your journal and you do your journaling practice, do you ever look back on the day that has just ended, the previous week, and actually list out your wins. List out the reasons why you should be proud of yourself. List out reasons why those small takes that you, the small steps that you took led you to where you are now and you feel really good about it. When you take time to reflect this way, you start to see that the time and the efforts it all took 
really mattered, really made a difference. And this is a way that you can cultivate an awareness of and an appreciation for patience. Patience is also symptomatic of a lack of trust, a lack of faith and assurance that it's all going to be okay. A lack of patience can also be an indicator of a higher level of stress and anxiety that's just rattling up your nervous system and making you feel dysregulated. When you feel dysregulated, you'll feel unsafe. You will feel like there are more variables outside of your control that could potentially give you even more to freak out about. It's much easier to feel present, patient, and confident when your nervous system is feeling safe and good. So learning how to self-regulate, meaning learning how to help your whole brain, body, and nervous system feel calm, safe, secure, supported, resourced, nourished, will help you to be more patient. Thanks for listening into this podcast today. Listen in on the next one. Bye, everyone. I really appreciate you listening in. I hope you have gotten some really great takeaways that you can apply to your own everyday life. If you have found me on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating, leave a review, shout it out, share this episode with someone you care about that would benefit from learning all of this too. Have a great day today.